1 Thessalonians. Hallelujah. Colossians, then Thessalonians. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You got me? Hallelujah. Father, I thank you this night that the Word of God is the incorruptible and the only Word that can never be changed. Father, we thank you this day that our God is incapable of telling anything but our truth, that it is the solid rock we stand on. And this day, Father, we thank you for it. Jesus' name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians 5.23. He said, And the very God of peace sanctify you holy. Whole, not H-O-L-L-Y, but W, your whole being. Now, how's, where does he go with it? May the very God of peace sanctify you holy, and I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless under the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. American Standard Version said that your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved entire. Not just your spirit, but your soul and body. Amen. God wants you to have what? Well, he's already done what he's got to do. See, if we understand this, that God has already passed tense, the minute you got born again, you were sanctified. See, 1 Corinthians 1.30 said that Jesus Christ has been made unto you, what? Wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. So he's already sanctified you. But see, the body of Christ has not got their minds to think like God thinks. They think like what this preacher said, what Granny said, what Aunt Sookie said, and everybody else said, rather than, see, if you make up your mind that I don't care what my preacher said, what anybody said, I want to know what God said. Amen. Now that may sound like, oh, well, that sounds like what everybody said. No, it's not. No, it's not. You have to determine this. Bless God, no matter my opinion, her opinion, whose opinion, ain't worth 15 cents. What God says is all that counts. And if I see something in the Word of God that differs from my thinking, I change what I'm thinking. It's over. I'm not going to, well, I've had preachers tell me, I, I happen to read a scripture out of the Bible, and they say, well, that's the way you believe. I said, I hadn't even said nothing. I haven't even said what I believe. You read that out of the Bible and said, yeah, but that ain't the way we believe it. You don't have a right to believe but one thing. A fellow told me one time, I told him, you ain't got a right to just have your opinion about the Word of God. He said, well, I went to war. I was in the Second World War where I'd have my own opinion. You can have your opinion about anything in the world, but if you want to get God's results, your opinion and God's opinion must be the same. You got to have an opinion that God wants me prosperous. You ain't going to prosper. You think he, he's the one who wants you poor? Huh. 
You're not going to get healed thinking, well, God might have put this on me to teach me something. Amen. Do you know 90% of the body of Christ and preachers preach that? That God put something on you to teach you something? That's the Holy Ghost job. Amen. Said, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father sent in my name, he'll teach you all things. So he's the teacher, not your circumstance, not your sickness. Well, I, I learned something through, through that sickness I was in. Well, good. I'm glad you learned something. If you learn the Bible's way, you learn to get healed. Amen. 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 Praise God. So he said, I want you sanctified, spirit, soul, and body. Revised version said, to be kept sound, spirit, soul, and body. To be kept sound. I like Cotton Patch translation. He said, he wants you totally possessed. Totally possessed by the sanctification of God. Hallelujah. Message Bible said, make you holy, H-O-L-Y, and whole. Hold what? Spirit, soul, and body. And keep you fit. See, the sanctification of God will keep you fit. Hallelujah. When you understand, bless God, I got God's life, God's nature. I've got God's ability in me. I can do all things through Christ. I'm more than a conqueror through him. Blessed be God, greater is he that is in me than he that's in this world. See, the greater one's living in me. What's his name? Well, he's got a bunch of them. But one of them was Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that makes you immune to disease. God does not want you to live in divine health. He wants you living in divine life. That this life of God will flow out of your innermost being. You know, if you're going to get healed from God, first you've got to receive it in your heart. That's why he wants your you renewed in your mind. See, your heart, most folks don't know what their heart is. They think, you know, uh, that's their spirit. But the heart is the mental, the emotional, the will, your understanding, and your reasoning, and your affections. People ask me, well, how do I know I'm in faith? Have you done fell in love with Jesus? Have you, done fell, have you done fell in love with the Word of God? My God, I don't want but one answer, and that's the Word of God. That's called faith. Faith ain't looking for every kind of answer. He's not writing in to everybody, having everybody in the world to pray for him. Amen? Well, I got, I got nearly a thousand people praying for me now. Well, I'm adding about 999 of them are praying out of the will of God. Amen. 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 Praise God. I see them on TV. They'll have stacks of letters where they, they've wrote, I mean stacks of them, piles of them, and they're honest, and those preachers are honest. I, I know that, but every one of them prayer requests, every one of them's unscriptural. There ain't a one of them scriptural. They're trying to get God to do something He's already done. They're trying to get, they think because this guy's got a great ministry, he can pray better than they can. See, this thing, this thing ain't vertical. 
It's horizontal. God's lifted you up and seated you in heavenly places with him. Hallelujah. On an equal basis. You are an heir of God and an equal heir with our master. Can you say amen tonight? Hallelujah, hallelujah. God wants you to know we're co-workers. We're not working for God. I told a preacher yesterday, I said, I ain't working for God. If I was, I'd have done quit. Amen, I ain't working for God. I'm working with him. We in this thing together. He's the vine. We are the branches, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm not trying to get God to do anything. He's already done everything it takes for life, godliness, healing, prosperity. He's done it all. It's already reserved for you in the realm of the kingdom of Almighty God. Now it's up to us to learn how to use faith and reach out there and take what's ours and bring it over here in the natural. It's that simple, that simple. So, praise God. Romans 8, 11, he said, if that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwell in you, he'll make alive your mortal body. That's the one you're living in now. He wants it alive. See, with the heart, man believeth. Do you know you ain't going past your thinking? You say, well, ain't my spirit perfect? It's perfect. It's holy. It's sanctified. You're so holy in your spirit that a holy God lives in you. Praise God. A holy God. You're the temple where God lives. Amen? Praise God. But there is a roadblock called the mental realm, and he says, you must get this thing renewed. What do you mean? I mean, you gotta have, you got to overthrow that stinking thinking and get your right thinking, God's thinking, in your head. Someone always asks me, say, well, brother, so, you know, you keep talking about getting your mind renewed. How do I know when my mind's renewed? How? When don't nothing make sense but the Word of God. Amen. It don't make sense I'm going to die with cancer. That's, right. That's the ignorantest thing I've ever heard. You believe that? Doctors told me a couple years ago, said, Six, eight months, about all you got, unless you have a heart, something, another. I don't even, I wasn't paying no attention to that man. Praise God. He was a good man. He was a good man. I hugged his neck and thanked him and all that. He had me a list of uh, 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 goofball pills to take, I'm telling you. Going to have me doing all that? No, I'm not interested in that. Why do I care when, now that fella, that fella went to school to learn what? how to practice on you. What do you do? For, I practice medicine. Where do you practice? On you? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I got a God that don't have to practice. See, he's already knows. He knows what he's doing. I'm telling you right now, God's got a sack full of kidneys right now. He's got a sack full of hearts. Hallelujah. I've come back stronger than I've ever been in my life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. So he wants you totally sanctified. Hallelujah. Spirit, soul, and body. Sanctification just simply means a separation from anything evil. Separation. You know a cancer ain't, uh, uh, ain't holy. How many of you ever heard someone sent up and said, oh, I got a holy cancer? 
I got it straight out of heaven. How many of you ever heard of the heavenly flu? It's always over yonder where false religions are and all that sprung. The Asian flu, the Hong Kong, the Russian or some of that where all kind of, all kind of false religions sprang up. But right here we've got a religion, praise God, that sets us apart from anything and it includes divine healing and we've got the holy healing, sanctified spirit, soul, and body. Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Turn with me, if you will, to, uh, let me show you a couple of things here. Uh, Hebrews, 10th chapter, Hebrews, 10th chapter. Turn kind of hurriedly. Hallelujah. Hebrews 10, 10. When you get it, hallelujah. Amen. What's the rest of you got? Colossians? Hebrews 10, 10. By the which will we are, we're not going to be. We're sanctified. Through the offering of what? The body. What do you think the body? Do you know that by his stripes you were healed? I mean the terrible beating he took. Some of you have seen, uh, uh, what was the passion? Was that the name of it? Mel Gibson, that picture, bless God. I mean, he was beat unmercifully. You could, in Isaiah, it said you couldn't even recognize him as being a human being. I mean, skin hanging off of him, eyes, everything, meat hanging off of him. I mean, totally. Now, when he, he took all that on the cross, bless God, his spirit descended into the prison house of suffering, stayed there three days and three nights, and that third day, the life and nature of Almighty God came back into him, bless God, and hallelujah, that spirit that had the full energizing power of eternal life came back into a physical body there in the tomb, and they didn't even recognize him. He'd been beat to death. Said, my God, who is He said, Mary said, Rabboni, my God, here he is, a spirit come back in him with the life of God. See, if that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwell in you, it'll make alive your mortal body. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Man, they looked at him and said, who is that? They thinking about seeing him on the cross, beat to death, meat hanging off of him, hair, everything, crown of thorn, bleeding, blood, everything. Uh, uh, poked hole in the side, blood spilled out, everything. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Mary came to, came to finish the embalming process and, 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 and she thought, didn't know who he was, said, thought he was the gardener, said, if you've laid him somewhere, tell me where you laid him. He said, Mary, my God, now don't you know I mean, after the resurrection, that word Mary rattled through the, through the halls and through the valleys and through the hills. Bless God. And she said, my God, Rabona, Rabona, come to fall on his feet and kiss his feet. And he said, wait a minute, don't do that. Don't touch me yet, for I've not yet ascended to my father and your father and my God and your God. Hallelujah. Well, where did he go? He had to carry his blood into the heavenly, holy of holies. He sprinkled it upon the mercy seat and guaranteed every bit of your redemption. 
blood speaking better things than justice. The blood speaking. Hallelujah. Well, I fail. Blood speaking. Well, I'm sick. The blood speaking. Well, I'm broke. The blood speaking. My children have went, I don't even know where, the blood speaking. This promise is unto you and your whole household and as many as are far off as the Lord thy God shall call. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. So, he said, by the which will, we are sanctified through the offering of what? The body. See, we need to see that Jesus didn't just die spiritually. That he died physically. It was a physical death. Now he, when he, when the sin of the world came upon him, now he died spiritually. He became sin for us who knew no sin. That we could become the very righteousness and holiness of God. Sanctified. Sanctified. Do you know you can't get saved if you ain't righteous? He's done made the world righteous. They just don't know it. That's why we, we ain't never preached the gospel to them. We've said you got to get forgiven and repent and do all these kind of things. No, he said God was personally present in Christ Jesus, reconciling and restoring the world to favor. Not counting up their sin. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I mean, there's no record of you ever being a sinner. No record of you ever being anything but a son of the Most High God. Hallelujah. 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 So, praise God. We need to tell the world God's done saved you. All you got to do is receive it. All you got to do, it ain't the easiest thing in the world. Just, he says, as many as received him, gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Oh, glory. Glory to God. Glory to God. Turn with me, if you will, to First, first Corinthians. Romans and First Corinthians, the first chapter. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 1 Corinthians, the first chapter and the second verse. Unto the church of God. That's us. Which is at Corinth. To them that are sanctified in Christ Jesus. What are they called? Called to be saints. You ain't a servant, you're a saint. You're not a servant, you're a son. You're an heir of God. You've got God's DNA in you. Man, praise God. If you've got God's DNA in you, bless God, it'll quicken and make alive your physical body. Hallelujah. You've got something in you greater than anything in this world. Say, well, you know if you live in this world, something will get on you. Yeah, that's right. Praise God if you let it. I'm not planning on letting nothing get on me. Hallelujah. I ain't made plans to be sick. You know, I ain't 19, but bless God, I'll tell you what, the last days I'm gonna live, I'm gonna live in divine hell. I'm gonna live free from sin, sickness, and disease. Praise God, I'm not gonna hang around. You know, I got another good run in me. I got one more good run. Hallelujah, I don't know how long it'll last, but bless God, it's gonna be a good one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, I got a good one. Praise God. Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Turn back to the 12th chapter of Romans. Romans 12. Praise the Lord. Romans 12, 2. Be not conformed to this world, 
be you transfigured, transformed, something's got to change by the renewing of your mind. See, he wants your mind renewed. Well, what do you mean? He said you've got to be transformed. Now, that word transformed, listen to me. It means an inward change. You know what transfigure, transform? Uh, it, it, we get our word metamorpho from. Uh, metamorphos, it comes from the word in Greek there, metamorpho. It means from a tadpole to a frog. How many of you know all of y'all got a little croak in you? Hallelujah. It's a croak in Christian folk. Amen. Hallelujah. It's something in us. Bless God, we need to be telling them. We need to tell folks they don't have to die with cancer. They don't have to live with arthritis the rest of their life. They don't have to live with diabetes. You know, you know, my folks, my, you know, I had a bunch of aunties and stuff when I got saved. They uh, wanted to tell me what to do. Now, first thing they told me, you know, said you're not to have anything if you're a Christian. And they wanted me to give away. I had a gross store. I had 15, 18 rent houses. I had a bunch of stuff. And they wanted me, said, you, ain't, you know, Christians are not supposed to have anything. But, you know, it dawned on me. They wanted me to give it away, but they wanted me to give it to them. And I thought, dear Lord. You know, I didn't come in here a uh, uh, day before yesterday and fall off a turnip truck somewhere. I, you know, someone said, well, you know, he was born last night, you know, about 12 o'clock. I, I might have been born at night, but that don't mean I got to be dark and in my thinking. Amen. Hallelujah. I got enough sense to know. You know, they told me, you know what they told me? He said, well, the Lord don't want you to have any of this world's goods. Well, I didn't know. Kind of like my preacher asked me, said, you reading the Bible? Yeah. Said, what'd you read last night? Said, I read the book of Isaiah. Said, what'd you get out of it? Nothing. Not a thing. I didn't have no idea what he was talking about. Nothing else. He should have told me to get over there and little John or something over there, like, you know, James. Amen. And then folks told me, said, you, you, God don't want you to have any of this world's goods. And I noticed this right off the bat. They didn't like the world's goods, especially deodorant. I noticed that. They didn't work on that. And perfume, most of them older folks smell like Sloan's liniment instead of evening in Paris. Amen. Hallelujah. So he said, be transformed. Lay hold on something. An inward change. Your heart, mental emotional, your will, your understanding, your reasoning. Do you know most Christians will fight you over their opinion? Well, that ain't the way we believe it. Well, so what? You know, every Christian ought to be willing to be fooled. and Every Christian ought to be willing to admit they're wrong. I've found things in the Bible when I first got saved, and I, I talked, I said, I don't like that. Man, I don't, you know, that ain't the way I wanted it to be. But I knew I had to change. I knew God wouldn't. Amen? 
So we got to be renewed mentally, emotionally, your will. See, he's talking about an inward change, not just your head. If you get something in your will, in your emotions, in your affections, hallelujah, your reasoning, praise God, praise God, praise God. Get that to working. I'm, I reason what? By his stripes I'm healed. I don't think no other way. I don't think I'm going to get healed. Someone said, well, I'm believing God for a healing. Well, you ain't going to get it. You're not going to get it. Well, what do you mean? You got to believe you already got it. You got to believe God's already given it to you, that it's yours right now. You're not going to. I'm not trying to get something God's already told. See, most people's praying, trying to get God to do what he's already done. Well, Lord, thy will. We'll find out his will. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, praise God. Romans 12, 2, be not conformed to this world, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Barclay, Baptist theologian, said your whole mental outlook must be radically altered. Got to be radically altered. It ain't going to... You ain't just going to wake up one, one day and everything's going to be lovely. Well, I've been saved 20 years. Well, you're still a baby. If your mind ain't been renewed, you're still in the babyhood class. Love it. Said you must be transformed. Uh, uh, be not conformed to this world. Be transformed by revamping your mind. In other words, you understand what I'm saying? I'm saying that computer up there has got to be reprogrammed. It's been programmed the world's way. When I get sick, I go to the emergency room. When I get sick, I call my doctor. When I get sick, I go to the medicine cabinet. When I get sick, I go to remedies that Granny said. When your mind's renewed, I go to the Word. And I don't go nowhere else. I believe that. See, it's impossible for God to lie. So we, we, can, we can bank on everything he said. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Turn with me, if you will, to Ephesians. Ephesians, the fourth chapter. 17th verse. Hallelujah. Ephesians four seventeen said, This I say therefore and testify in the Lord, that you henceforth from now on, don't walk like this. Don't walk as other Gentiles walk. See, he's writing this to Christians. He's writing this to tongue-talking Christians. Now he said, Walk not as other Gentiles walk. How? In the vanity of their mind, in their vain imaginations, do you know most Christians, if they get sick, they, 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 first thing they think of is either the medicine cabinet, the doctor, the emergency room, or some kind of remedy. Well, I'm going to have to change the way I've done this. It must have been something. I, I don't know what happened, but I, you know, thank everything in the vanity of their mind. See, he said in John 10, 10, said the thief come to steal, kill, and destroy said, I come to bring you the life and nature of God. I come to bring you something that'll drive out any of that stuff. Yeah, Praise God, hallelujah. So he said, don't walk as other Gentiles. Don't walk like heathens. 
Don't live like a heathen. Amen? Vanity of their mind, having their understanding, their thinking darkened, being alienated from the life of God. How? Through ignorance that's in them. See, because of the blindness of the heart. See, he wants your heart smart. He wants you to think good in your heart. Your will, your emotions, your understanding, your reasoning factors, your affections. How do you know you're in faith? Are you in love with the Word of God? Hallelujah. How do you know you're in lo- love with your wife? Huh? Most of you heard me tell, I love this woman. Hallelujah. I'm, you know, I'm planning on keeping her. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, another year or two anyway, honey, you know. <laughs> Praise God. I, you know, it ain't many things make me mad. And one of them is call me a liar or, or, or either mess with my wife. I get upset. And I'll take, you know, I'll take this amplified translation right here and throw it in the trash till I get through. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Now, your opinion and God's opinion has to be on the same page. There has to be the same thing. 1 Peter 2, 24, he said, Who his own self bear our sins in his body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live under righteousness, by whose stripes, what? You were healed. Not you're going to be. You got to believe he handled that when he handled the sin problem. You got to believe, bless God, my healing is already mine. He got it for me on the cross. Someone said, well, I'm trying to get my healing. Well, you way late. Jesus already got it for you. He already handled it for you. Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. While you're there in Ephesians 4, look in the uh, 22nd verse. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And put on in your mind. Put this in your mind. And you put on the new man, which after God's created. You can stop right there and have a runaway. How was you created? After God. After God, after God, is God sick? Is God broke? Is God lonely? Huh? Hallelujah. No, he's got you. He's got you. Praise God. He ain't lonely. He ain't sick. And you're in union with him. And if you'll exercise your faith, the divine life that's in the vine will flow into the branch. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. He said, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And put on the new man which after God's created. How? In righteousness and true holiness. You know, a righteous man get healed. Holy man get healed. Amen? Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. You put on in your mind, in your thinking, your opinion must change to agree with God's opinion. Can you say amen? Praise God. All right, he says in 1 Timothy 6, 12, fight the good fight of faith. You know where the fight's at? It ain't in your spirit. Satan can't get in your spirit. Hate can't get in your spirit. Sickness can't get in your spirit. Where can it get in? It in your thinking, in your physical body. But he said, 
Romans 8, 11, if that same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in you, it'll make alive your mortal body. Hallelujah. One translation, Ben Johnson's translation said, uh, uh, if that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, you'll experience something like the resurrection. You'll experience the resurrection in your body. Hallelujah. You know, Old Testament scriptures such as not only forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thy iniquities and healeth all thy disease, renews your strength like the eagle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You'll experience something like the resurrection. Hallelujah. Man, our bodies has been lifted up. They've been sanctified. You don't think he just sanctified your spirit? Huh? He wants you to walk in divine life. Not just getting your healing. He wants you to walk in the life and nature of God. That out of your innermost being shall flow rivers of life-giving water. That you lay hands on the sick. You cast out devils. You be a supernatural being. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. Three simple things that you need to do. Think on the Word of God. Think on it. And then what? Start talking it. Out of the abundance of your heart. See, if your heart, your reasoning, and your thinking's right, you'll go to talking what God said. Talk to a lady on the phone today. A little boy has autism. He can't talk. Uh, he can walk, but he can't talk and he can't hear, she said. I don't guess, you know. She just got him back out of the hospital and, you know, he had a seizure. You know what most of them seizures are, don't you? Them's devils. Well, I tried to talk to her about uh, what God would do and all she could tell me was what the doctor said. Well, the doctor said this. Now, he said he must have had mercury in his bloodstream he must have had this, all these. Said, uh, I don't know why, but said it's a bunch of kids his age in El Dorado, nine years old, that has autism. Well, I don't care what it is, autism or anything like that. I'm telling you right now, I believe that to be a devil. And I tell you what, we've got authority over all the power of the enemy. It does not make any difference what it is, where sin, sickness, disease, failure, whatever. We've got authority over that because we've been translated over into the kingdom of Almighty God. Now, not one of these days, praise God. So you think on it, you speak on it, and then you act. What do you mean act? Act like you heal. You believe you're healed, you don't go crawl up in the bed with it. Amen? Amen. Where you been? Well, me and Arthur Ritus been up in the bed. You know Arthur, he's the worst one of them Ritus boys. Yeah. You put a good pair of silk pajamas on? Oh, yeah, I had some good pajamas, but oh, I was hurting. What'd you do? I got up in the bed. Did you ever think about grabbing the Word of God? Well, I believe the Word of God. You know, I can, hear, I can ask somebody something and they, they can say the Word of God, but that's another thing to believe it. Do you know that? It's another thing to act on. What makes you act? What made you get in the bed? Doctor said. What made you crawl up in the bed? What made you sit in the wheelchair? What made you a failure right there? What kept you from getting healing? You speaking, acting, 
on the word of Almighty God. Thinking on it, getting your thinking right. Hallelujah. It don't make sense that the God of this universe would want to live in a sick body. Now, that don't make sense. Amen? Amen. That's dumb as I... You know, Jesus said, I always do the will of my Father. There was never a person come to Jesus. He didn't heal them. There never was anybody come and said, I can't heal you because my Father put that on you. Now, religion said God will put that on you. And you know, he won't put more on you than you can stand. Now that'll spew right out of hell. Hallelujah. Says that God won't allow you to be tempted more than you're able, but with the temptation, he makes a way to escape. What's the way to escape? His name's Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, now let me tell you this. Speak, think on, think on the Word of God. Meditate on it. Meditate, meditate, think on it. Worry on it. Worry on the Word of God. Get to thinking. Mind renewed. Put on a new man. Put on a new man. Who's created, how's he created? After God? My God. My God. That's enough scripture right there that I read to save the entire world. That ought to make you the most victorious, wild-eyed, enthusiastic optimist that you can possibly be. Man made after God. We need to give God the credit that he's able to reproduce himself. He ain't got a bunch of peons down there. He created you after his image, his likeness. Hallelujah. 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 So, when you're a doer of the word, John 3, 21, he that doeth the truth comes to the light. When the word of God is your only answer, then that's when you receive. I don't want, if you're looking for, well, let me try that. You know, pray for me and see if I get healed. Oh, you ain't going to get nothing. Well, pray for me and, I, uh, you know, you never know what the Lord will do. Yeah, well, you ain't going to get nothing. Ain't no use me praying for you. I'm wasting my time, your time, and it's, all, it's also destroying your faith because you think, well, God didn't want me healed. No, no, praise God. Hallelujah. The Word of God must be your only answer. The Word of God must be your final answer. You know, he talked about over there in the fourth chapter of Mark. He said, so or sowed the Word. The Word, the Word, the Word, the Word. What did he do? He sowed it. How you sow words? You take tear off pages of the Bible and dig in the ground? No. You sow them with your mouth, out your mouth. You start saying, saying what God said. Agree with God. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. You sow the Word. It failed here, it failed there, it failed, failed five times, and one time it didn't. It didn't fail. Why? Because it was sown on good ground. Someone said, well, that's this ministry or that place. No, it ain't. It is the person. He said, take heed how you hear. Now listen to me. Listen close. I'll go over this and go over this and go over it. And folks still come down front and want me to pray for them, and they don't even know more what I said than the one-eyed Jap. You listening to me? Good ground is the person, you. That's right. Amen. 
You determine whether you're good ground. You determine whether you're going to prosper. You determine whether you're going to get healed. Not God. God's done handled it. Good ground, what is it? It hears the word with the intentions of making it a part of my life. See, a student of the word wants information. He wants information that he can gather this information up and know a lot of stuff. I've seen folks listen to tape, 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 tape. Didn't have enough faith. You put it all in a gnat's nose. It wouldn't blow a gnat's nose. Amen. Well, what do you mean? I hear it with one intent. See, a student of the word hears the word for information's sake. But a disciple hears the word for one intention, to follow my master to do what, do what the master said. I'm to follow in his footsteps. I ain't hearing it for no other reason. I'm not hearing it where I'll be the smartest fellow on theology. See? Where I can prove I'm right and everybody's wrong. Amen? Hallelujah. Well, what's good ground? He hears the word with the intention of putting it into practice. If he said, by his stripes I'm healed, then bless God, I'm healed. He said, lay hands on sick and they'll recover. Well, that's it. I draw the line, the debarkation lines there, and bless God, there ain't no sickness or, or Satan or nothing else crossing that line because I got the weapons of God's warfare. One translation says, our weapons are loaded by God. Loaded by God. Hallelujah. It blow him out of the saddle. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hebrews 6.18, I preached on it Sunday. It is impossible for God to lie. That's called faith. I can act on what he said. Amen? Amen. That word impossible for God to lie. Impossible. Incapable of existing. It's incapable of existing. What? A lie from God. It's incapable. The creator of this universe said by his stripes I'm healed. Now it's incapable for him to lie. Hallelujah. Well, glory. You get anything out of this? Think, speak, act. Think, speak, act. Think, speak, act. Let the word of God make you act, not me. I can tell you to turn a somersault and that don't get you healed. Well, jump up and down. I've heard folks say, well, do something. Wiggle your little finger. Well, what will that do? If the word of God ain't what made you act, then it ain't gonna work for you. Amen. Amen. Who needs healing 